it is so hard to Dude. go to wake up in the next morning. So how do you drink and stay up till late and then wake up the next morning? I just don't understand. Okay, I'll tell you because you know what? I just did it all last week. So uh, okay. I had four <laughs> concerts in the course of nine days. So from Saturday <laughs> to Sunday. Uh-huh. And um, and it was like all different genres and totally different groups of people I was with, totally different vibes. And every, and I wasn't drinking every single time. Wait, let me hold on. Let me think about that. Okay, I might have been having sippy sips, but concerts end at 11, right? So you have to, like, you're, you are by choice, by virtue of transport, going to be up after midnight, right? Yeah. It was off every single day after. Like, I was, I was in a rough space last week. Like, yeah. Um, but how do you get going the next morning? I mean, do I don't you, know. Do you have Dude. to just plan your day that, like, okay, it starts at noon the next day? Because if you have to wake up at, for an 8 a.m. meeting, I just don't know how you plow through that. Yeah, no, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I don't know. Um, I actually made a comment, but we're live. I don't know if you know this, but um, I saw the, I saw yeah, it. no. Well, so, so here's the funny thing is I was jokingly saying, I go, you know, I've, I probably shouldn't say this. Never mind. Maybe I'll do that for an after hours comment. <laughs> when it's but, not live. <laughs> when it's after hours and like, maybe no one's listening or watching it. Actually, right. you know, it's daytime and no one's really watching during the daytime anyway. So maybe I'm safe. But anyway, yeah, uh-huh. no, I was just like, man, not enough coffee in the world. And I'm not quite 50. I'm almost 50, but mm-hmm. I am like, it hurts more and more each year progressively to the point where my, my boyfriend's like, you know, you're pushing 50. At some point, you're going to be that person in the club where they're like, grandma, go home. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not there yet, though. I still like to dance that <laughs> You're like, I will push that back for as long as I possibly can. Yeah, but I might be taking a hell ton like supplements the next morning and like the day before, though, just to make sure I get it. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh my god. Okay, so Ernie, my friend, are you ready for? I'm ready to rock. Listening. I'm so excited for this. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. All right, let's do this. The mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Mic is Listening. I am Sia. And, you know, I didn't do a sound check this morning, so I don't know if I even sound, I don't know if my mic is on. This is just one of those days when you do live streams and you're hella behind and you're like, wow, I probably should have planned this slightly more, but we're good. Sounds like we're good. So we sound good. Do we sound good? Okay, good. We sound so, great. So that amorphous voice uh, we're going to talk to in just a short here, that's Mr. Earnburn. I will just say, call, I'm going to prep it with Earnburn. But hey, I just want to say thank you guys. For the last few weeks, I've been not so super live stream. Uh, I just had to have things going on. And as life happens, you know, you just got to roll with it. So I do want to say that because um, as a producer for podcasts and, you know, our clients live stream, it's okay if you miss out. Okay. I know it. I'm guilty of it. But I will say this much, don't do it consistently. Like if you've got life happening at times, then play an older episode and just, you could say re-premiere or whatever, right? There's t- whatever platform you use, you can always re-premiere an episode. And if it's something where, you know, you can't video, like if you're not in a physical space where you can actually do your stream, um, try to be available for the chat. So you're still giving a chat experience, but you're not necessarily quote live streaming. Um, it's just something that I advise for clients and myself because uh, life happens. And 
everyone understands no one's gonna hold you accountable for it unless of course you've got sponsors and they're like look dude we're paying you that's a different conversation but anyway i thought i would just throw that out there and i am in such great spirits right now because i am beyond stoked to invite a very 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 cool person here to our show mr ernie ernburn harker hello thanks for having me see ya I, I, oh my gosh, I just made a weird sound. I am so beyond stuck. When we talked like a few months ago, we met on LinkedIn. So kudos mm -hmm. to LinkedIn. Yep. Yay, LinkedIn. Um, I don't know why. I just felt like we just totally bonded. We had like way too much fun in our introduction conversation. Yeah. It was supposed to be like a 15-minute thingy. And I think we went for like a full hour. I think so too. I think so too. Well, you had so many nuggets for me to, to learn from. I, I couldn't help but pick those up. You Every time you open your mouth, nugget, nugget. So, well, uh, I've been called those nuggets have been called lots of other things, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we need to catch up because like I, I made no take. Okay. We talked about this, which is funny. So when we uh, chatted, we were so like on like the same parallel wavelength that like, I was like, oh my God, we're twinsies. So I put on my notation for us to talk about being twinsies, but uh -huh. also Chuck Norris. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> Do you remember what the hell we were talking about? Because Twinsies and Chuck Norris. I'm like, I'm not karate cool. So what the hell were we talking about? So Chuck Norris was, um, everybody knows who he is, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's relevant to the whole world in terms of like, like seven times, I think seven or eight times, like world champion karate guy. He yeah. is, uh, walker texas ranger so my mom and dad and kind of like the 60 plus know him as walker texas ranger you and me we know him as like the um like the action hero guy we also oh. like and people a little younger than us know us as the meme guy you know like the meme guy yeah i'm like i'm from bruce lee like yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Fought bruce yeah. lee but i used to work for a convenience store chain and we put together a cool promotion to give away the coolest, baddest truck on the planet. And we wanted to call it Truck Norris. But we <laughs> knew we are going to get sued from <laughs> Chuck Norris if we don't get permission. So we reached out to, to um, now this is hard to do. Uh, you have to go through a bunch of hoops and stuff. But we finally got a hold of uh, Chuck Norris's agent after going through, I think, one or two that were not really his agent. Okay. And we pitched this idea of doing Truck Norris and flat out. No, no, thanks. Not interested. <laughs> well, about three months later, I get a phone call from a lady named Gina Norris, Chuck's wife. And she said, tell me about this thing. Well, my hands are sweaty. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm so stoked about this truck Norris campaign that I lay it all out. And she goes, well, it just so happens that we were bottling water and we want to sell this water. And I'm like, why in the world are you bottling water? This seems so random. And she goes, we went to drill for a water source to irrigate our fields in Navasota, Texas. And we struck water, like a, this, this huge, uh, huge aquifer, oh right? Underground cool. lake, basically. So long story short, they decide to bottle the water, sell it, but they have no retailers. And so they go, if you retail our water at your, at the Maverick stores, we will give you full access to Chuck Norris for your campaign and give you, and I'm like, 
So two months later, I'm having dinner in Navasota, no. Texas with Chuck Norris and his wife. <sighs> and so, uh, yeah, that was like after dinner. Okay, you got to hear this. This is just nuts. See ya. So we're having meatloaf that, <laughs> that Gina, his wife, made. What? And I'm sitting right next to Chuck. He's at the head of the table. I'm to his right. Gina's across from me. And we got production crew because we're doing TV stuff while we're there. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Doing some filming. And he turns to me and says, well, Ernie, what do you want to do now? And I'm like, okay, this is going to sound super corny, but you showed me your movie theater and it would be like a dream come true if we were to watch a Chuck Norris movie with you and you kind of tell us the background. And he slaps the table, let's do it. And I'm like, five minutes later, I got a big piece of homemade apple pie, big scoop of ice cream on a lazy boy sitting next to Chuck Norris while I cry oh. as, as the opening credits roll for Force of One. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, so anyway, that's the Chuck Norris story. Oh my God, that is so, and I think I remember telling you, don't tell me, you, you started, I said, stop, don't tell me because I want to hear that story yeah. and be genuine about it. Hot, so fracking cool. So he's, he is he he just seems like a freaking nice guy. He is a super nice guy. Um, he is the antithesis of the character that he plays on TV. He is warm and gentle and sweet, and not the bad A that that he That's is so portrayed funny. on the in the in the movies. So well, I yeah. think maybe if you think about it like that, like he does still have that Zen way about him. Yeah, right? I mean, like yeah. obviously that training with martial arts will kind of like seep into your. your I find most. Um, most uh martial arts folks like if they've trained it with philosophy uh mm -hmm. intention they're very zen people like it's almost yeah. like monk-like in a lot of ways yeah they're dangerous they're centered yeah centered they're they, they're like it's it's hard to get them off their game um be before dinner um we had been filming all morning and uh he said he said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna go work out he works out every day he was like, I think when this was a few years ago, like six years ago, but he, um, he works out every day. The guy was 78 and he crushed me. I work out every day, but he would do so many repetitions that it left. It was like on fire. I had lactic acid buildup for at least a week. <laughs> I was oh so God. sore that this old man worked me under the table, but, uh, Dude, just okay. so awesome. How long did you stay with him? Like, was it like a slumber party? It like was like a three, it was, it was three days. We, we were doing oh, okay. a, we did this truck Norse. We had truck Norse built by the diesel brothers on discovery channel. Mm -hmm. And they, um, we brought the truck down to Navasota and we filmed a, like five or six different, uh, promotional videos, um, with his truck and or with our truck and his sea force water so we were doing marketing and promotion for his water at the same time just very collaborative effort well and i think and i think it's what totally ties into our conversation right because you yeah. know you're the earn burn brands right mm -hmm. so okay before you could go into like i need to know who, who, who named you earn burn <laughs> my twin <laughs> brother when you say when you're talking about twin time or twinsies i'm like does she know i'm a twin like i'm a full-on identical twin and I didn't, I don't think you knew that. I didn't know that. No, I just, cause we were just like gabbing away for yeah. like, literally, I think we were like way over time. So to, yeah. you have a twin brother. I have oh a gosh. twin brother. And he, like when we were little kids, uh, we were break dancing in the eighties, 
you know, and he wanted to be a rapper and he would be, he would always do these rhymes like earn, burn the butter churn, you know, and like, oh, that's, that's me. I'm earn burn. And, uh, and he's Eam the dream. His name's Emil and we call him Eam the dream. So Eam the dream and earn burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. So he raps better than you do, right? Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna be nice here and say, don't. Yeah. I hope you don't decide to do. I'm that not career. gonna go pro. I decided just today with your input, I am not gonna go pro. <laughs> hey, thank you I, for that I guidance. Can't, I can't either. I'm just saying. Oh my god, that's too funny. Oh my gosh, you have an identical twin. Yeah, so does he is. match your energy? Like, are you guys like same same? Yeah, he's he and I are very very similar. Similar personalities. He's a marriage and family therapist. Super super successful um yeah he's crushing it but and he's got this he's got the intuitive uh he's got the in intuition of really understanding what people are saying and then mirror being well being able to create a mirror in their mind that says this is what you're saying is this who you are and and the and the people go oh my gosh I didn't realize that that's how I sound or that's, that's how I am. But until, you know, Emo was able to kind of express that in a way that they were able to kind of almost as a third party, see themselves because mm -hmm. you're not able to change yourself until you kind of disassociate yourself a little bit. Yeah. And so he's, he's got a gift for that. And I use that same gift for brand development because when you're in the brand, Oh, it's so hard to see it. Forest from the trees problem, right? Yep, absolutely. I, I had the same problem with my brand. I'm like, I have a really hard time, you know, sharpening my brand because I'm so into it. I'm yeah. so, yep, I'm seeing trees and I have no idea how big the forest is. That is, it is so, isn't that, the, is that, I guess it's human nature, right? Is like, yeah. if you're observing something, maybe if you have that one step removal, you could see that broader image. It's kind of like if you're in a, in traffic, and you're mm -hmm. about to see a car wreck and you're like, I see that car wreck happening. But if you're in the car wreck, it was like, I don't know where it came right. from. I don't know what just happened right. here. That's why, that's why I think meditation is such a big thing, especially recently, last five, 10 years or whatever. Meditation has become such a big deal because we are, there's so much noise in our lives. There's so much busyness that we, we are kind of just drawn through the current of life. And, yeah. and like, see, see you may experience because I'm, I get frustrated with this. It's like, I find myself in life and I look back cause I'm 52. I look back and I go, how did I get here? Like I've just been floating downstream, making the obvious choices, but not being super intentional yeah. with, with my, with my life. And so you end up where there is the least amount of resistance but not necessarily where you want to be, mm. right? Mm. And so I'm thinking, so I thought a lot about that as in personal life because I do the same things with branding. You know, like, first of all, let's figure out where you want to go and who you want to be. And then let's design the path to get you there so that you have this look and feel and personality that you want to convey to your customers or your audience. It's like, we don't do that for ourselves no. and we should be. What do you think? Okay, so let me ask you this because I do think there's a big difference because there is the entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. And then there is and the personal brand aspect of brand, yep, yep. branding. And then there's a, you know, the corporate company branding, business mm -hmm. focused branding. Um, what's the biggest difference between the two? Because I think sometimes 
if we are business owners, we we have a tendency to assume that we the brand is us, vice versa, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How do you work that out? I guess it's a big difference between like all those thousands retail stores. That's not what I'm not yeah. talking about a Fortune yeah. 100. I'm right. talking about like that. S like a solopreneur or like a very small business, a boutique firm or something. I would say is something that like that. that. Yeah, okay. I guess I, I'm noticing there's um, it's a big difference. And then yeah. I think getting that mentality, especially for the, the business owner to grow their business and allow that yeah. marketing team and whatever team to to take over. What yeah. do you suggest? What do you see? Here's here's it's very interesting because when people are building their own businesses, an entrepreneur, they tend to have magnetism, charisma. They have energy because otherwise, if uh, that's what drives them to build a business. Well, yeah. um, if, if you are just totally okay with working for somebody else, you don't have that charisma. You don't. You don't have that drive. And yeah. so um, you, it, it's a different kind. You know, there's like, oh man, I want to be a team player. I want to work for them. You know, uh, I want to do good work, but it's in the shadow of a larger organization. So oftentimes that charisma and energy that is the focal point, the catalyst for a business, a small business is often the heart of the business brand. So it's not only, you know, like for me, it would be impossible for me to separate my brand of the company from my personal brand. It, that it, it'd be like uh, schizophrenia. Yeah. I'd be no. like, yeah. you know, it would just, I, I wouldn't be able to know when to turn on, turn it off. And so it's more efficient for me to be like, this is who I am or, or it may be more, not just who I am, but who do I want to be? Who, who do I want to um, attract and represent? Because as people, we, we're chameleons. We tend to kind of adapt to our environment. And so my feeling is for a brand, like for a small business brand, if you understand or you intentionally have an idea of who you want to be, you'll dress the part, you'll act the part, you will use language and voice and tone and image to represent that, not just, oh, I'm just me. Right. And if they don't like me, I don't care, right? That's, and that's, a, that's a common attitude. But in reality, it's like, if you care, then make sure it's conscious and deliberate so that you communicate exactly what you want your audience or your customers to think and feel about you. So I don't know if I answer your question, I think it's hard to separate a personal brand from a business brand. Whereas a business brand though, we're more intentional and we realize, oh, we need to build a brand for my business. We may forget that we also have a brand and that's important too. Yeah, no, I think um, as I'm listening to you and more I think about it. So I, I'm full disclosure, I'm a Dallas chair of a business organization. So okay. it's called Global Leaders Organization. And it is uh, on the SMB space. So it's, it, it's, it's business owners who are looking to become entrepreneurs because okay. there's a difference between small business ownership and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's interesting because this is not pure startup. It's not, you know, people who are thinking or conceptualizing their business, they actually have revenue, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're shipping something or offering some kind of service. Right. And I find it fascinating because a lot of these um, entrepreneurs, many of them are tech startups, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. 
they're a little bit more methodical. They're not that they're not us. They're not hi. Yeah. Let's be friends when we meet. You yeah. Know? Yeah. High five yeah. and hugs. COVID uh -huh. be damned, kind of right. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> we might die <laughs> together, but at least we hug each other. Um, but uh, it's interesting because like they're growing and 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 they are having to decide. Do they want that personal brand to be part of their corporate brand mm -hmm. of that business? And and I just find it fascinating to to hear someone like you that's so dynamic and that you talk to so many different you know businesses and individuals alike to see do they merge it? Do you recommend they merge it? Um, you know, should they merge it? Should right. it be a merger? And I think you're right. If it's a solopreneur, I mean, there is no other Earnburn. Yeah, right. Like, there just isn't any other Earnburn. Yeah. Right. But if Earnburn made you know. The random things that pop in my head, Ernie. Tell me what what do I make? You know, <laughs> it's a joke from an 80s movie, but you know, I don't even know. It's those urinal cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Earnburn urinal cakes. I'm gonna make them like flame shaped though. Yeah, there you go. That see? And then like <laughs> and then each flame tip should have a different color just so you can score yourself. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh -huh. so if I were to make a urinal cake, yeah, uh -huh. and like you're the owner and founder, and you found this amazing flame or, or urinal that scores colors, and you, you can uh -huh. light it all up and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, okay, in that context, it would still be an urn burn. I could still see you being part of that branding. But right. what if it's like a urinal cake, but it's just a cake, and that's it, yeah. and there's nothing more to it? Like, yeah, what would be your suggestion in, in in making that more exciting? I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. The the uh, um. Every product that you can find and buy right now has at least one to a hundred competitors that offer a very similar solution, right? Right. Usually there's dozens of solutions for whatever it is that you're selling. It may not be the exact same thing, but it's very, very similar or offers a similar benefit. So in mm -hmm. software, oh, my software does A, B, and C and X. Their software does A, B, C, and Y. So ours is very different. It's like, nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, no, I know that. So the, the, the point is, you have got to develop a, a image and a relationship around your business personality so that people immediately recognize that personality and fall in love with the business, not the product. So that if I were to make urinal cakes, hopefully people go, man, I love Earnburn. He's great at this. I don't care what he sells. I'm going to buy his brand of urinal cake, you know? And hopefully, if you're doing it right, you incorporate the brand attributes into your products so that mm. your products are obviously connected to your brand. Because right now, it's the, the popular thing right now is like, oh, just get on Amazon and sell the same product everybody else has on your Amazon store. And five, well, cent, and five cents cheaper just yep, to win yep. the business. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a very short term game. It's uh, you can't, you can't make anything last unless you develop a brand where people go, I'll spend 10 cents more for the Sia brand. Cause everything that she does is cool. And she, she does some kind of like, she, she, she has a tone and a personality for her products. And she uses like a, uh, love language for her products that make that make people go, oh man, I love that thing. And it doesn't matter what it is. She does her like romance copy on the packaging and people go, oh, I buy it because the romance copy is awesome. 
<laughs> I'm laughing because, dude, I'm like the least romantic person ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they held hands. The end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do like that, though. I do. I love what you're saying. And it's like um, you're making my wheels turn because I think there's so much potential that even something as exciting as your own little cakes, I, I'd imagine if you've got an angle, if you yourself are maybe on the uh, earth loving side of mm -hmm. of things you could say your urinal cakes are you know eco-friendly cost right. you know composting no chemical i could see where it would be like yeah save save the planet you know one p at a time kind of vibe yeah. right yeah yeah but it's i think the important thing is if you understand who you are and what you're about and that's what most people don't define they just kind of like just they just go follow the current, whatever, wherever they go, they just kind of end up being there instead of being deliberate, which means if you're deliberate, you're, if, if you're into nature, if you are into the environment, whatever, you're going to seek out products that reinforce the values that you have so that when you sell them, people go, oh, this, this product is authentic to the brand that it represents. And because my values, and this is what happens, customers all the time go, my, you know, they, they basically gravitate to other companies that have similar values. Right. It's the same way of building friendships. We are attracted to people who, who resonate with our values and our personalities, you know, out you know, for you and me, the reason we hit it off is like, you're outgoing, you're creative, you're, um, you're, you're smart, you, you're witty. You don't want to stay in the box. I mean, you say journal cakes. I mean, who does that, right? <laughs> but you do. And that's why I like you because you are the type of person that would say something like that. And so if, yeah. if we have a very strong brand personality that, rep, you know, the image and look and feel of our brand that represents that personality, then it makes it really easy for our audience to go, oh, I want that. I'm going to try that. So. No, I love that. I love that. I love that. So, okay. So. You, what you are hitting are so many points and I hope people are taking notes. The two people that are listening, that'd be my mom and my brother. I'm kidding. I don't have a brother. I'm joking. No, um, no, I really like that because I do think we, again, need to reinforce, especially in the age of social media. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, and, and when I am talking to my clients, when they're like, okay, I want to do a podcast or I want to create some kind of digital content. <clears throat> the first thing I always ask people is why are you doing this? Because like we mentioned earlier, if you found your Zen, your center of who you are, and that sets your foundation, right? It how you manifest it will come naturally, much more naturally, more comfortably, mm -hmm. right? Because you can't fake, mm -hmm. you can't fake something and and have it sustained, yeah. right? Yeah. Like oh, absolutely, I've tried. yeah. I, I I've tried, and apparently I don't have a good poker face. Mm -hmm. So, um, so if we're talking to like let's say a you just came back from Vegas and you mm -hmm. were absolutely inspired by the retail space, mm -hmm. which by the way, I do want to ask, how are they doing retail space wise? Cause Amazon's gotta be doing some serious, like readjustment, realignment, or am I off base? No, there's, there's some, um, what's, it's kind of interesting. Convenience, the convenience market is actually doing pretty well because um, the big threat, like the, the, the 300 pound gorilla, no 800 pound, it's a big gorilla. So 300 pounds is not a very big gorilla, but the 800 pound or the 1200 pound gorilla in the room is electronic vehicles. But the reality of electronic vehicles, EVs, because that's what scares convenience stores. Imagine a fleet of, of, uh, of vehicles that they, are, they don't have the infrastructure to support. 
Um, like you get a charging station um, in at a convenience store to to get those uh, those cars. It it takes forever to to yeah. uh, charge to up charge up your car, and it costs. Um, it costs a lot of money. And so yeah. it, that changes the dynamics. However, I mean, the reality is that uh, because the amount of time and effort and energy it takes to get uh, electricity at stores and into cars and stuff is just so cost prohibitive. Unfortunately, fossil fuels are so cheap compared to the amount of kilowatt energy hours that you get from in a car. It's like, it, it's just not even... We're not even on the same planet yet. So wow. we have to get uh, energy costs, electric uh, electricity costs way down before it competes. Because anybody who has an electric car right now, it's either a secondary car that kind of, they, it's a commuter. Right. Um, or it's like they, they barely drive anywhere. You know, they're not like going cross country or, so it's really, really big cities. Um, you know, your hair salon, your yoga studio, your grocery yeah. store are within like five miles. You're not going 300 miles to go visit grandma in your electric vehicle. Right. And, and if you did, you wouldn't use an electric vehicle because it's just not practical. So, um, the, uh, I'm sure that I'm sure, I'm sure the Tesla of the world would have something to say about that, but. Oh but yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's tons of research about it. We actually had, uh, at the show, uh, there was a guy from Toyota, one of their chief engineers came and talked to us about like, there's like 10,000 people in the audience and he's saying, Hey, it's, it's, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time before electricity, uh, takes the place of fossil fuels, unfortunately, until honestly, unless, uh, like, um, nuclear comes into play. Okay. And drives the cost of energy down and makes energy a lot more available. We're just not going to see it with, because right now most energy comes from fossil fuels anyway. Right. That's. I was just going to so, say that that was been like, um, so I, I was uh, on the electric car bandwagon and my boyfriend, um, his father uh, was a mechanic. And so mm -hmm. um, let's just say it wasn't a very popular uh, stance <laughs> to have. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you, but I got logic. I got I explained. Uh -huh. I got explained on, uh -huh. you know, uh, you know, where, where do you think electricity comes from? You know, I get it. I get it. So, yeah. um, no, it's very interesting. I, I, think oh, that's super. Such a, I love it. it. But the thing is you don't think about like, you know, especially convenience, uh, industry, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be convenient. It's not meant yep. to be like, Ooh, look at this. We're going to have like a mini festival in our parking lot day. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's a very different, uh, needs, uh, purpose, audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a crazy little thing. I mean, I could keep going on and on. Now I think about it. I'm like, damn, that is an interesting industry to think about. But yeah, I mean, we can keep talking. So Ernie, I want to, I am so freaking just, you need to come back, please. So we, we have to have longer conversations. I just yeah, don't for think 30 sure. minutes is for us. But Are we already at 30 minutes? Are you kidding me? We're, we're over. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. We I didn't know. even I unpack I wanted to talk to you about podcasting because I think <laughs> I, I want to do, I want to do a podcast you're the podcast expert. You telling me how to do it will help your audience um, uh, kind of get with it, the program. Yeah, you know? no. I mean, you got five minutes, my friend. I, if, you're gonna, if you want me to pitch myself, I got five minutes. Well, I'm, I, I'm I want, start. okay. So yeah, let's do, let's do that. Because I, you can have me come back on and we can unpackage brand development and personal brand <laughs> development. Okay, well, let's do that. <laughs> but for this, like, 
I'm seriously looking at developing a podcast platform for myself. Okay. I want to promote, like the, the purpose of that would be to sell my consulting services, my speaking bookings, kind of increase my speaking bookings, and then also sell my online brand development course. So okay. there's a there's a there's a legitimate call to action as a result of someone listening to my podcast. They go, "Oh, this guy is really smart. He's got a really good idea. What's my next step?" Right? And then there's a financial transaction that comes from a free podcast. Yeah. Okay. No. That's 100. I just set the table for you, Sia. Now drop some nuggets on me and tell me what would what would you tell me to do or, now next? So so okay, so you've got your what down, okay? So this is something I mentioned earlier. And I, I think you already know this because just the, our Zen and our conversations, I always say you need to make sure you know why you're doing something. Okay. Why does not mean because I want to sell courses or I want to grow my brand visibility or build a community. Those are what's those are, I call them like KPIs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Key performance indicators. Your why is why you wake up in the morning to say, I'm energized. I'm going to do this recording and I'm going to do it with enthusiasm. I'm not going to, quit at some point because what happens is, is if you don't establish why you're doing something, um, people quit, right? Yeah. There's a thing called pod fade and it's usually around, I think episode, I think eight or nine is what they say. So after nine episodes, people just like pass out and they say podcasts aren't for me. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is <clears throat> your why you should be, you could say, Oh, because I want to uh, have a, a share my knowledge and you just keep asking yourself. It's like an improv thing. Why? Mm -hmm. And you keep mm -hmm. going down, you break it down, you break it down to the point where I tell everyone jokingly, but it's true until you've got some emotional connection. And like I'd say, until you start crying, because once mm -hmm. you make that emotional mm -hmm. connection, that's going to be your fuel that will sustain you. Okay. It's a very deeply personal and it's a very, um, nothing can guide you to it. It's your inner Zen. That's your center. Really find mm -hmm. your center is what I'm saying. But so, what if my, why, what if my like, my my real drive, the real curiosity, isn't branding. What if it's like what I'm excited about, and I kind of alluded to this a little earlier. I love the idea of understanding how we redesign our lives to be where we want to be. You know, I would wake up and I would talk to people 20 times a day to get the secrets of their intentional living. Now that that relates to branding because it's intentionally creating an image or a look. But would you say, Ernie, don't do that because that's not promoting your branding stuff. So again, <laughs> this is your personal choice. Okay. Right. To me, what you've tapped onto is more interesting to me because it's curiosity. It is, that is something that I think is so hard to obtain for podcasts out there in general. Most podcasts are pretty boring. Like I could even dare say my shows in general could probably be more, you know, deeper, more meaningful, you know, but it depends. It just depends on what you're going for and who your audience is, who's mm -hmm. listening, right? For you, I think that having that curiosity that you do have plus your enthusiasm makes for an engaging conversation that your guests want to open up and want to share, mm -hmm. you know, their deepest, darkest, semi-darkest secrets, not super dark because that could get wicked, but yeah. Um, no, but In seriously, though, don't get anyone arrested, my friend. Okay. <laughs> right. Watch out those skeletons do bite. No. Um, oh, my gosh. Anyway, I just thought of a zombie. We don't want a zombie apocalypse. Okay. But uh, but 
But what you're saying is, is it's a part of the ecosystem of your branding. And that's one of the things that people don't think about with podcasts is they think of it like an ad, though we don't say it's an ad. Okay. Mm -hmm. For all intents and purposes, this shows like an ad for people on LinkedIn to know that, Hey, these types of shows, people do gravitate towards it. Let's look and see what is mm -hmm. effective for your messaging, for your organization, right. Or for your personal brand, whatever it might be. So I consider what you're asking about is like, you want to talk to people. I mean, I'll do circles, like crossing over circles mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. your, you've got your core brand here. You've got your core purpose, which is obviously selling courses, getting speaker engagements, growing your visibility and mm -hmm. brand credibility, your personal credibility. Right. Yep. So there's that core. That's, that's your, that's your ultimate goals. And then the way you get it about it, you, the way you go about it to draw that attention, to achieve that, that's what I find fascinating is why you say, I want to talk to people and hear their stories because I know you'll be able to probe. Mm -hmm. People want to hear human interest stories. They want to know the why, like you say, I want to know why you're so darn successful and how you found this piece for you. Is it something that could be emulated? I can see you doing that extraordinarily well. So if that's Thank the path you. you want to go down, I would actually say, hell yeah, that sounds hella cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I, I'm looking for content like that right now and I'm hungry for it. I'm not finding that. I What I find is like, I'm really successful. It's like, I don't, I don't care how much money you make. I really don't. I, are you really happy? Are you like living your best life? That's what I want to know. And it could be sometimes it's not, in the pursuit of financial success, you know? I, yeah, no, so. I 100% feel you on that because I think now it's also very on message is, especially with this pandemic, if anything in the pandemic has showed us is that people do crave human connection mm -hmm. and that they are looking for more satisfaction outside of material wealth and material goods. We want experiences, we want connection, we want that when it was deprived of us, we do want human interaction. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. even the yeah. most introverted introverted they still want some level of interaction and so yeah i i think you're really i think you're culturally and your personality you've got a lot of check marks that i would say that's some freaking good you know okay you, you're on to something. i'm on target i've got a good idea i've got i know my why what's the what's the wrap up well now you have to understand okay how much work do you want to put into it my friend because it's uh -huh. not that easy <laughs> wait it's not you make it look so easy you know what you don't damn well. I emailed you last night going, oh, shizas. Are you still good for tomorrow? Yeah, no. Okay, that's organization. That's a different issue. But um, no, but it, it is, you have to figure out who your audience is, who you're talking to. What platforms are you going to want to broadcast on? Mm -hmm. So for example, for me, I live on LinkedIn. I could give two rats, you know what, where I'm at um, for views on YouTube or Facebook. I do mm -hmm. streamed there because it's a place to find it. Like YouTube is a really easy place to find this show and all the different episodes because I don't have a website up because it's that's not my main core purpose. My purpose is for LinkedIn to see and all the businesses and all my network and all that stuff to see, hey, does creating digital content like a live stream or in podcast format work for our business? I'd like to talk to see you. Yeah. That's my why. Yeah. That's, you yeah. know, that's not my why. That's my what, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Why? It's actually more altruistic. So as I help out these, uh, you know, smaller businesses, it just was like a realization. And I applied it to business context, which was uh, after you die, um, I did genealogy um, for a while. And after you die, when you look at uh, the lineage, 
people don't know your name after great grandparent level. Yeah. Most people don't even know their great grandparents' names. Yeah. And then after that, you just become a birth date, death date, birth date, death date. There's yeah. no, there's no emotion connected. You're just yep. a name. They yeah. don't know if you laughed, you cried, you argued, you have this type of personality. They probably look yeah. at Ern and go, the hell, what a horrible, you know, I don't know. Why would you want to put flames next to your face? They don't understand yeah. the context, right? Yep. And so I said, you know what? Creating some level of digital content, especially the podcasting tool medium, is the most cost-effective way to achieve that and create your legacy at the same time. Yeah. So that's my why. I want to help create legacies that also could be applied from a business context, which is, all brands need to have some kind of legacy themselves, right? It doesn't have to be the altruistic kind, but what is it that you're developing? What's going to be that lasting impression? Can mm -hmm. it sustain 30 years, 20 years, 100 years from here? And is it something where that brand will evolve? Like I, I like to think of Disney, Disneyland, perfect mm -hmm. example. They created a brand legacy that, yeah. I mean, shoot, look at it, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. To stay. Yeah. People adhere to it. I'm a former cast yep. member. I freaking say I'm a former cast member. Hello, brainwashing 101. Yeah, I'm kidding. yeah, yeah. But still, you know what I mean. So that that's where I'm kind of going. So yeah, there's the basics of that, but there's also like I say, um, what is your um, willingness to 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 put in the work? How much planning do you want to do? Duration? How long do you want to talk for? Frequency? How much do you want to do it? If you cannot publish more than every other week, like you're thinking monthly or quarterly, then don't do it because yeah the idea of a podcast is to build that community and following. Mm -hmm. So if you know you cannot commit to bi-weekly or weekly, then do what I call batch recording for seasons. Mm -hmm. So record a bunch, and this is for recorded, not live stream, recorded, and then get like, you know, uh, I usually recommend eight to 12, so you have a quarter. So you have once a week, and it's done for like two days of recording, and then you never have to see it again for another 90 days. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways to go about it, Ernie. For you specifically, because you have so many dynamic things to talk about, it's evergreen content, such that if you do pre-record, I think it would be sustainable. Okay, great, great. That's good insight. So Awesome. Um, well, this I is helpful. I'm going to have to, we'll, we'll, I'm going to deep dive a little bit more with you later, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to. I'm no, going to do it. So I, 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 and I will be so happy to support you every step of the way, however you. you go it. So one thing though, because I, I forgot about um, why the, the episode is named the way it is. So we got to talk about this band here that you introduced me to. And I oh, know yeah. we're going long, everyone, three more minutes, <laughs> three more minutes. So talk to me about this goose because they are freaking cool. And I've never heard of them before. Yeah. So, stick figure. Yeah. I've never heard of stick figure before. How did you hear about them? Who introduced I, you to them? Um, my uh, my brother-in-law introduced me to him. And uh, I was he was listening to it. And I'm like, man, uh, there's the lyrics in the songs are so beautiful. They are so uplifting and positive. There's such a great, it's a reggae uh, sound. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's a very feel good, positive, uplifting sound. Um no, uh, so I am trying to do the full view here. Is it mini player? Yeah. Is that what I want to do? One's called Smiles on Faces. Oh. Smiles uh, on Faces. Smiles on Faces. And so it's like, I oh, did not get that one. Smiles on Faces. I'm going to have to type that down, you guys. Yep. So, sunshine and Rain is another one because it's like life has sunshine and rain. Laughter, pleasure, teardrops, and pain. So... Uh, 
Well, if you want to sing, I'm going to let you sing. I, I'm, I'm not, not a good singer. That. I'm as good a singer as I am a rapper. So we are not going there. <laughs> <laughs> you actually sounded a little bit more. Hey, look, my friend, I, at least I, I can't even get on key. Okay, so I'm going to do a slight simple because this is the title of your episode, which is Way of Life. And I was totally okay. into it. So we're going to listen to just a couple seconds before okay. I get banned. I saw people hear that the vibe is so good. I just want to leave on a positive vibe too. Okay. I mean, what a, like you could. Okay, so I just wanted to stop it there before I get in trouble, whatever struck. But um, I just, when I heard that music, right? And this is where I think with you and being on brand and just one final thought on this for me was the fact that I hear you. I hear you in this. Like, I hear your vibe. I feel oh, you in this. And that sounds a little odd to say it that way, but it's like, I'm a big music person and I think music makes the world go around. So for the fact that you said, check out this band, um, that tells me so much about you. Yeah, yeah we do. We kind of gravitate to the the kind of, well, we, we, we're echo chambers. We, we get vibrations that we love and then that sets off our own vibrations. And then there's this resonance when we're feeling the vibe, you oh, know? So, Oh my God, Ernie. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. I know we went hella long you guys. Everyone else. Thank you for sticking <laughs> around for us. Um, Ernie, anyone wants to get a hold of you, how can else they can get a hold of you? Go to my website. There's a contact page. Uh, earnburn.com e-r-n-b-u-r-n -E oh my gosh i love you love you i seriously i'm so thrilled and by the way i think it i think it was mike Asherbrainer. i think yep. um is that how it, we all met mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. so shout Thanks, out to mike, mike Asherbrainer. Woo! Mm -hmm. and uh so i guess i have some final words that i have to say just to promote myself a little bit more even though ernie already did it for me but <laughs> we're just gonna go ride this wave here which is uh, real quick Oh my gosh. Um, where am I? Oh, there we go. All right. Global Leaders Organization, co-chair in Dallas. We are all about uh, commitment to community, commerce, capital, and content. This is for those that are established organizations that are looking to accelerate growth. That's either bootstrapping it or, and or considering outside capital that you maybe haven't looked at before. We definitely have uh, pathways to help you grow. And there's so many exciting things coming up that we're planning for the rest of this year. And for 2023, we are shaking things up at Glow. So stay tuned. If you want to learn more about that, go to withglow.com, W-I-T-H-G-L-O.com. And also, of course, shout out to my own business, Innovation Media Enterprises. Uh, everyone has a story to tell. So do it with a podcast. We consult, strategize, produce, and we market for your podcast and digital content. If you have any questions, by all means, hit me up. I am Sia, S-Y-Y-A. And for some odd reason, Twitter banned me. I at I am S Yasso. And it turned out apparently some bot thought I was part of some weird thing. <laughs> I don't even go on Twitter like, like that, but at any rate, Ernie Ernburn Harker, you're the bestest ever, my friend. Thank you. See ya. Thank you so much for having me. Dude, you rock, man. I love it. Talk to you later guys. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs>